If you are like me, there are days when I feel like my life is spinning out of control. There are so many expectations, and I sometimes struggle to do the bare minimum, let alone what I desire to get to do. If you feel like me, decide to make some changes. It's time to go the second mile in reorganizing your life. Hey, this is Travis Sagney. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 5, 41, where he says, if anybody forces you to go one mile, go the second mile. Do more than the bare minimum in the Christian life, because Jesus is too wonderful just to do this halfway. And so I want to talk to you today in the next few weeks uh, about something that I believe has turned uh, for me uh, from something that almost seemed like business principles that sometimes church leaders would baptize to a legitimate sincere um, biblical conviction of mine, and that is how to order your life according to biblical principles. I'm talking about time management. I'm talking about organization. I'm talking about all different those types of aspects where sometimes we feel really guilty about all the things that we feel like we should be doing better, and yet we struggle to do. And this is the reason why I think this is a very, very big deal. Psalm chapter 90, verse 12 says it this way, teach us to number our days carefully so that we may develop wisdom in our hearts. And so why this is so important is if we number our days and realize that we only have a certain amount of them, God knows when they start, God knows when they're going to stop, and they're not infinite here on this earth. If we number our days and know that one day we will expire, we will pass, then we must develop wisdom in our hearts that tell us that we need to live our lives according to a godly ambition that gets us out of the muck and mire and just kind of wandering aimlessly from day to day, it allows us to start getting control of the aspects that God has put before us so that we can develop our lives and live our lives wisely because it's a gift from Him and we want to do it to the best of our abilities. So today, I want to talk to you about reorganizing your life and get into some practical ways that you can do so. So one of the things that I have realized uh, throughout much of my life is that so much of what I do is more reactionary, uh, and, and I find myself reacting to what other people's expectations are rather than being proactive with what God has called me to do. And, and so what I've realized is that whenever I spend my days with reactionary responses, I'm valuing everybody else's expectations over God's will. And, and what do you mean by that? Well, uh, a simple way, but just get your head around this. If you leave your email inbox open uh, all throughout the day and you let those notifications come interrupt you from conversations that you're having or deep work that you're working on or something that you know that you need to get done, and then all of a sudden somebody else's expectation comes in, and it might just be complete spam junk mail, or it may be somebody else asking you a simple question. It could be a host of things, but what can take place is that you take time away 
and actually slow down what God has called you to do, what you need to focus on that day, and what takes place is you're starting to value everyone's expectation over God's will. When I was in college, I had a mentor one time tell me, uh, as I was overwhelmed with all the different things that I needed to get done, he said this great line to me. He said, you only have enough time to do God's will. And I thought, wow, what a, what a concept that God has allotted certain days in my life. And each of those days are filled up with a certain number of hours that I can be awake and the rest I have to sleep and depend on him. And it causes me to realize I only have enough time. God has given me the days, the months, the years, even the hours and the minutes, right? to do his will. And anytime I take away from doing God's will, I find myself a lot of times uh, answering other people's expectations. And so a lot of us, uh, we feel very, very busy, but I don't know if that is the goal. And let me explain why. Uh, if you do a survey question of how many times somebody asks you how you're doing, or you ask them how they're doing, uh, for most people in the United States of America, regardless of their job, regardless of their age, regardless of their scenario, probably one of the top answers that you'll get besides the trite, I'm doing good, is I'm busy. And a lot of times we wear that busyness like a badge of honor, but I want you to understand something. There is a difference between being busy and being productive. And you may say, well, what, what's the big difference? There's a, a very, there's a huge difference with this because you can be busy and doing a lot of things, but not actually productive for the few reasons that God has you on this earth, right? He has, he has uh, some limited purposes for why we still exist on this earth. And while there are many things we can do, there's really a few things that we ought to be doing. And so we have to understand that so often we can find ourselves a slave to everybody else's expectations, uh, being dictated by what everybody else wants to interrupt our days, or we start the day in a humble disposition and saying, Jesus, you have given me this day and it is a gift and I want to steward this gift well. And so how can I be more than busy, more than exhausted? more than running ragged, I want to be productive by, for the reasons that you have me still here on this earth. It's numbering our days so that we may gain that heart of wisdom he desires us to have. So I want you to consider this thought just for a moment. Um, instead of you continuing to be busy and being exhausted and doing like I do, complain about it, right? I think that a lot of times we can keep working so hard and running ragging without ever taking a step back and determining, are we doing the right things and are we doing them in the right way? And so I would encourage you not to work hard at doing something without working hard on how you should be doing it. And, and let me just explain what that means there. To number our days, right back to Psalm 90:12. to number our days to gain a heart of wisdom means this. I have this day, I have this hour, I want it to count for something. And I want it to count for something for eternity, for a Godward purpose, rather than just some type of worldly pursuit. And so to do that, um, I understand that I am caught up in other people's expectations. I am stuck a lot of times in just doing things, and it looks like I'm busy, but not really productive for the reasons that God has me here. So instead of continuing to work hard at something, I need to work hard at how I'm doing it to number one, see, am I doing the things that I ought to be doing? But number two, is there a better way in which that I could be doing these things? 
And the reason why that is so important is it's kind of like this old uh, illustration that was used. It talks about sharpening the axe. And just imagine for a moment that you were trying to cut down a tree in your backyard and you had a axe, right? We're not chainsaw. We're not paying somebody. You got an axe and you start taking some hits on that um, uh, tree. And what you find out is that it's, it's taken a lot of your physical energy to uh to, to strike at that tree because the axe is really dull and you, you put your finger on it it's barely even sharp and you go you know what i, I guess i could sharpen the axe but it's going to take so long to do it i really don't have time i'm wanting to get this tree down before the sun sets and so i just got to keep hitting this thing and i'm just going to keep swinging and wearing myself out to try to get the tree down now the question is can you get the tree down that way Sure you can. Absolutely you can. Um, and will you wear yourself out in the process? You better believe that you will. I think of Stephen Covey, who really talked about this practice of sharpening the axe, which means this, that yes, to take time off to sharpen the axe will slow down momentarily getting that tree down. But if you do it properly, what's going to take place is you're actually going to get the tree down better uh, and faster uh, and not wearing yourself out as much by taking the time to step away, to sharpen the tool that you've got so that you can get it down and then approaching it. Now, this is where it comes to us uh, here today. I believe that probably, if you're like me, there are many things that we're doing right now, and we're not doing them well. We're not doing them efficiently. We're not doing them with passion and uh, intentionality. And the reason why is we are wearing ourselves out without ever stopping and slowing down to consider how we are doing things. So the way this typically can work for you, if you really do want to number your days to gain a heart of wisdom is to start asking the question, what has God called me to do? What are the responsibilities that he's given me? What are the environments that he has positioned me in? And and what are the, the things, the assignments, what are the opportunities all around me and what I'm supposed to do? And then you take a step back and say, now, am I doing them uh, according to my best or what would be a God-honoring situation? And if I'm honest with you, there are many times where I will look at a certain situation and I'll think, you know, I think I could probably do this a little bit better if I would just slow down and consider it. Now, that that relates into how I do personal devotions, reading God's Word and praying and memorizing Scripture. That, that even has implications in how uh, I spend time with my wife and have date nights and, and we plan trips and events together as a family. It has everything to do with how intentional I am with, with my three precious kiddos, right? It has everything to do with how I preach sermons or organize my life or lead a church or try to help people in other ministry settings. And so often I'm running from the next thing, wearing myself out and not giving my best because I'm trying to attack life with a dull axe. I don't have the opportunity to slow down and to address the things that God has called me to do to see if I can do it better. And you may say, I don't have enough time to take some time off to evaluate what I'm doing. I'm going to at least encourage you to consider, I believe you don't have enough time to neglect that. Instead of thinking you don't have enough time to do it, I'm saying if you actually want to pull something off, a noteworthy for God and what he's called you to do and be successful in all the endeavors that he has for your life, you 
have to spend time in evaluating and reorganizing your life. And so to take a step back and to start looking at those key relationships with God, uh, with your family, to look at those responsibilities in your job or your church or your ministry, that nonprofit that you help, and to take a step back and say, am I doing what I need to do? Or should I take a different way to say to number the days to gain a heart of wisdom? I would encourage you to evaluate this very week and to consider what are some areas that are weak and some areas that you'd step back and begin to strengthen for God's glory. I hope to see you on the second mile.